0: pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country black buffalo tobacco alternative bold flavor full pouches this is jeff t from the club 520 podcast when it comes to your feet ebay's got your back when you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guaranteed that means real experts are checking your sneakers every stitch down to the sole. they even smell them because nothing says fresh like the scent of real kicks so kick back and relax from the drop to your doorstep ebay doesn't play games with your sneaker game Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay Authenticity Guaranteed. Visit ebay.com for terms.
1: Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh?
0: A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes.
1: Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.
2: The volume
3: Hey, what's up, y'all? T-Bob here, reminded you that you can come hang out with me and Aaron Murray live on AMP Monday through Thursday. AMP is a new live radio app. You just download it from the Apple Store. You can actually call in, text in, chat with us directly during the show. It's a ton of fun. We're at Snaps, right? Snaps, your favorite college football podcast, at Snaps Monday through Thursday, 1 Eastern, noon central on AMP. Download it and come hang out with us today. What's up, Amp, and what's up, everybody listening on podcast, YouTube, whatever, this is Snaps, one of your favorite daily college football podcasts. I'm one of your hosts, T-Bob Aver, joined, as always, this time live from Athens uh,
2: with Mr. Aaron Murray. Aaron, what's up? What's man? up? What's up, everyone? Uh, I think I need some lighting when I come to Athens. I think that we're missing that. So, story chart producer Brum, maybe they can work some, some editing on the back end. So I, I, think look, look I think you look great. I think you look great.
3: I have a collared shirt on, which like I don't know. If I isn't heard. it weird how sometimes you wear things and you just don't feel normal in them, and you just feel like I'm playing a part. Anytime I put anything
2: resembling a golf polo on, can you? That's can how you I feel. And act like you're hugging someone like Sam Pittman to see what kind. What? The, yep.
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh talking? God, those are looking pretty titty, dude. I'm not mm. gonna lie, those aren't looking great, but they are better. They are better. You mm-hmm. know the 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 my fitness pals coming along great. Not gonna be great tomorrow night when um, me and Aaron go get Mexican food and eat a ton of queso. It's going to be so good. I can't wait Uh, because Aaron's coming to town, coming to Baton Rouge to call the game this weekend. Aaron, uh, this entire show over the next hour, all we're going to do is break down LSU Grambling. Mm. Uh, what are you seeing out of the film?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I talked to Grambling coaches all morning and they are ready to go. They feel oh, yeah? blood in the water, T-Bob. I they do like LSU soft. They saw them get bitched over and over again in the fourth quarter for Florida State, and they're uh, gonna do the same damn thing to them. Grambling uh, State by 20.
3: Yeah. Um, seriously, though, give me one LSU takeaway from what you saw out of their film.
2: They look good in the first half. They, they look did good. look good in the first they half. Good. I'm watching, I was re-watching it yesterday. The coach's copy. I'm like, man, like I see, I see the identity of the, what this team can be. Especially on the offense side of the football, like it's hard to judge on defense because you, you, Harold Perkins is going to be in a different spot. We we they would be bad coaches. Okay, not- okay. So so to that
3: point, Omar Spates today has a quote quote I think this week we're going to put Harold Perkins outside the box and let him be him. <laughs> oh. Damn. Wow! But, like, what the fuck? How did you get out of camp and not feel that? But whatever.
2: Anyway. Grambling State coaches are kind of like, yeah, I think that they're. Pro- we're probably going to see him more defensive <laughs> than we for last year compared to uh, what we saw in the past game. And then you get, you know, the big guy Mason Smith back at at tackle. Yeah. So, like, I'm not even worried about that side as much because I think it's going to look significantly better. But what I saw in the first half from the offense. I think I I still have the belief this is going to be the team in Atlanta facing Georgia for the SEC championship game.
3: Oh, okay. There we go. Aaron, a bit more bullish. I think they're right underneath that. I think they're very good. I think they're like a 10 to 15 in the country range, but, but you're not really an Alabama believer. So I'm more of an Alabama believer. Oh, I hate what this show does to me sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, All right, so on today's show, though, this is how we didn't really do our Thursday shows. We just talk games, okay? Just a couple of bros talking ball. And so we're going to highlight all the big matchups from this weekend, which, again, I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer. Me and Jay keep having this argument on my morning show. Um, The Week 2 slate has good games because it's college football. We love college football. We're going to dive into these games. It still should be better. Mm-hmm. Like it, it should be better. This is a pretty pathetic slate for the second week in a row, but whatever. The, if you're listening to this show, you're like us, you love it. You're a nerd. So that's, that's it's, cool. That, the every,
2: at every slot though, at least there's two games at every time slot that I can at least watch two screens and be entertained for the day.
3: Yeah, yeah, I mean duh, okay. but I mean, yeah. you know, I can watch I watch five games all the time and I'm entertained and and we watch Texas Tech, Wyoming and all that. Uh let's get to Thank our YouTube opening comments of the day. Remember we're trying to hit 5k mm-hmm. YouTube subscribers by the end of the weekend. Please, please, please y'all if you're coming across the channel, like it, subscribe. Help out the boys here. Uh and I'm going to read yesterday's comment because I forgot to uh JT Lafferidge says love the show hey Aaron why does your face always look like you're trying not to burst out laughing you um, work with T-Bob and, and you try not to laugh the
2: entire time
3: fair, fair. and then that's followed I mean to your point Scott Zola the comment uh, follows it up with man said Sam Titman with a bunch of crying emojis which uh yeah if you looked up the picture which we had quite a lot of fun off air yesterday breaking down the Sam Titman picture um and again Take somebody with boobs to call somebody with boobs. I can say that, okay, Mm -hmm. as I have boobs as well. So this is not like a punching down situation. Real quick before we get into games this weekend, though, Aaron, uh, Caleb Williams' dad came out yesterday. It's starting to make the rounds. Basically saying, look, there's no guarantee that Caleb's going to declare for the NFL draft, right? I talked to Archie. Archie talked about having his career ruined by going to the New Orleans Saints. I talked to Kyler Murray. I talked to... Baker Mayfield in the wrong situation can be bad, right? And thanks to NIL, like there's a world where Caleb Williams could return for another year of USC and wait and see if he likes the other team picking number 1 more next. Um it's a big risk. What's your reaction to this?
2: That's a big risk. I mean, but you you look at the Cardinals. If the Cardinals are one, like we all kind of view Arizona at the moment and we it kind of seems like they're tanking for 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 Caleb, which I would do the same damn thing if I was them as well. But you had Josh Rosen Rosen he's gone first round pick now, then you get Murray that might have
3: been the worst Wait. pick in the last
2: 20 years I oh, know I liked him too that's that's, a, that's one I missed pretty bad Not gonna lie. and then you get Kyler Murray and then you're trying to get rid of him as well so right now your track record last two quarterbacks who have been first round picks you're trying to find ways to get them the hell out of Scottsdale Arizona so yeah like this isn't the the, the primetime destination it's kind of like what we talked about with CJ Stroud going to Houston like do you really want to be going to Houston probably not and and he's there right now trying to figure out if 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 Houston can produce a, a a winning quarterback so at the end of the day do I see him staying for for his fourth year hell no no chance cuz you you're, you're you're rolling the dice of who's going to be that number one pick the following year can it get much worse probably not but you're still rolling the dice that it, it's not maybe an even you know a slightly better situation you lose all that money chance of injuries i mean so many bad things could go wrong So many bad things go wrong, and I don't think you're gonna improve your quality of life that much better. And anyways, it's Scottsdale, Arizona. You can't ask for a better place to live. Come on. Especially at the You know,
3: Aaron, some people care more uh, about more stuff in life than just women and partying, okay? Some people wanna win football games. (laughs) Well, I don't care about the women that much. I've been, you know, with my wife, so I was 16, but I do love to party. So it's a fair point that you make. I I'm with you. This feels like bluster. And yep. when, when push comes to shove, I don't think a number one overall going to say no, but there are two interesting nuggets that I would draw here. First off, um, Archie Manning did get his career ruined by the saints. Yep. And then by forcing his son out of San Diego, I don't think anyone can say that he made the wrong choice. Yep. I mean, right. Eli Manning goes on to win two Super Bowls, So that is interesting. But secondly, um, Because of NIL, there is actual leverage here. For Caleb Williams, if he really wanted to go through with this, you can shake your head all you want, but remember how John Elway got out of going Baltimore back in the day going to go into the Colts? because John Elway had baseball as leverage. Caleb Williams, he won't have it next year, but he could use returning to college potentially as leverage
2: mm-hmm. against a team if he doesn't like the situation. So no, he, can't. Uh, he has to make the decision in January if he's going to declare for the NFL draft or come back. The difference with Elway is he literally could have just said, no, screw it. I'm not playing football anymore. I'll just go play baseball.
3: Yes, so the timing of it is timing. different, but uh, you know who's going to be you. You'll you know who's going to be the first pick come January, right? And so you could get in touch with those teams, and say, "Hey, if you draft him, um, we're holding out. We're not coming. We're not doing it, or we're not going to enter the draft if you're playing a draft." And then I guess maybe though they say no, they're not then out. they do.
2: Yeah, then they get. What well, if he doesn't? Then then he's hurting himself. They'll just go pick Drake May. It's like Arizona if they're at the first pick in the draft. I'll look at him and laugh and say, "Unless you're going to pull." uh and eli manning that's the only way like nil and him saying oh i'm gonna stay in college uh arizona if you if you don't pick if you decide you're gonna pick me i'm not leaving i'm gonna make three million dollars in college like okay whatever we'll take drake like you're hurting yourself you don't have the leverage you can yes make money and 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 still live a really good life as a quarterback for usc but you are throwing away nfl quarterback number one pick in the draft type money to risk back another year to possibly get hurt, I I I don't buy it. Like yeah, unless you're the number one pick again next year, yeah. But you're once again you're rolling the dice that you stay healthy and that the team that's going to be number one in the draft next year. Who guess what? If you're the first pick in the draft, you're pretty shitty. So then you're just going to go to another not so great team anyway. So sure. more risk on his part. If you're going to do anything, do the Manning route, Eli Manning route. Figure out if you can say no. I don't want to be with you. And maybe they'll figure something else out and end up, you know, saying, Hey, we actually want Drake anyways. And we got to deal out of it with some other team.
3: And the counter argument to the Archie example and everything would be somebody like Joe Burrow, who went to Cincinnati, who is hot garbage forever. And now they're awesome. Right. So just be good enough to make it work. Uh, I guess. Um, I do think though, there is an element. If you just love college football, you shouldn't hate this Mm-mm. because this, this shows you that like more talent will be staying in college if you're like a borderline second round to first round guy, you'll have actual... No, 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 because first round makes way more fucking money than second round. I know, I know. So let's say you're 2-3 potential to move to the first round. You're going to tell me that you're not making good enough NIL money where you're like, okay, I'm going to come back a year and I'm going to see if I can get into that first round. I think you're crazy. I think that I, is not going to affect some situations like that. I think like guys
2: that. that are on that borderline their agents are calling them saying, You know what? I think you are going to go in the first round. Like, I, I think it's more of a guy that's a second, third, and beyond are the ones that are going to think about it. But if you're like a
3: first, if, if you're I just dead, I just said second and third round, guys. Well, you said first, second
2: round. Like, if you don't have a chance to be picked in the first round because the money drops off so much the second
3: round. And then I quickly admitted guy- the second,
2: third. No, you didn't. If you're a second, I just oh play me the, the fucking tape. tape.
3: I said second, third
2: <laughs> with the potential didn't. to move into first. Brum, did he say first, second?
3: Brum's not even listening. He's probably yeah. looking at pictures of Sam Titman right now. Um. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We're getting bogged down. We actually agree then. I'm saying if you're a second, yeah. third-round prospect,
2: for college football.
3: then you can now make money and say, you know what? I'm going to come back, make this NIL money, and then make mm-hmm. myself into a first-rounder. And maybe you don't, but like, it's a pathway you can go now. So maybe much ado about nothing. Let's get into games. Everybody wants to talk about here, and we got to start with big noon Saturday, hard to overstate mm-hmm. what a win. The big noon Saturdays have been for uh, Fox here. Shout out coach prime hooking Fox up this time. It's Nebraska versus Colorado. We talked about the pressure on Colorado. Now let's talk about the football. Here are the key questions I have for the buffs. First, Aaron, and then you answer this. Is the run defense as bad uh, is the run defense as bad as it appeared to be at times against TCU? Because to me, mm-hmm. if I'm going full corn hub here and I'm trying to find the path to winning for Colorado, um, it is by muddying this shit up. You know, yep. muddy this shit up, make it disgusting, move the clock run game where you're converting like third and twos and the clock isn't the stopping. It just... The you like Nebraska in this game?
2: No, I'm saying you mean Nebraska by muddying up the game.
3: Oh, my bad. Yes, excuse yeah. me, I misspoke. Yeah. I mean, yes, this is if I'm Nebraska, this is how I'm winning the game. So my question to you is, do you think that Colorado front can stop Nebraska's rushing attack?
2: Um, they're gonna have to give. They're gonna have to sell out straight up. Like to me, the the, the way that Colorado wins this football game, and then I will kind of go the reverse for Nebraska on on this side of the football. So so Nebraska offense, Colorado defense. Colorado's got to put seven, eight guys in the box. Just say we got great dbs we are the more athletic team like if this was a seven on seven football game colorado would would mop them up in in, in two quarters like they have the better athletes receivers dbs um the quarterback all that 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 is their strength so if you trust your corners on the outside with with against an average quarterback that has not shown us that he's an accurate quarterback and this deets back to, to his time at georgia tech i'm gonna man them up i'm gonna press them I'm gonna put every other dude in gauge eight for those who who know what engage eight. Engage eight at the NCAA. line of NCAA, NCAA. Welcome back next year, and uh, and we're just gonna sell it for the run. That's what you have to do. And for Nebraska standpoint, I don't even think you mess around with saying, "Oh, it's man on oh, man." Let's let's throw the football. I think you say, "Listen, we're gonna take advantage of the new clock rules. We're gonna just milk the clock as much as we can. We're gonna keep Colorado's offense off off the field, and and." Our quarterback jeff sims who ran the ball 19 times last week for about what 91 yards is going to run the ball 25 30 times,
3: times. make yeah. it 30 make 30. it a clean 30 30 damn you times. want to see jeff sims throw the ball you know what's crazy about not this not game me. not me um the cheapest ticket to get in here is what like three or four hundred bucks uh last year or whenever it was a couple of years ago you saw nebraska fill out Colorado Stadium, we ended end up losing the game, but it was still impressive. So like, if you're listening to this and you're a fan, you're looking to go to the game of the weekend, I want to remind you that the best way to get tickets to any of the games that we're going to talk about today is on Game Time. But T-Bob, what's Game Time? Oh, uh, hello, the fastest growing ticketing app in the United States. And, and again, look, last minute. Pretty last minute, amazing mm-hmm. deals on tickets to your favorite college team, your favorite pro team this September. You want to download Game Time. And again, it's not just about college or pro football. We're talking baseball games, concerts, comedy shows. Game Time has your back covered all across the country. So all you do is download the Game Time app and your redeem code SNAPS for $20 off your first purchase. Per- purchase? Purchase. That's S-N-A-P-S. How about that, guys? That's how SNAPS is spelled. SNAPS, that's going to be your code for $20 off your first purchase term supply. Again, download mm-hmm. the Game Time app, code SNAPS, $20 off. No matter where you live, get out there and have some fun this week. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Shout out Game Time. Uh, so I'm with you. I'm running Sims like 30 times this yep. game. Um, Nebraska's D line impressed me, Aaron, not just because some of the success they had, but I think that was a really good Minnesota offensive line. Like if yeah. Cali Manis was better, I think Minnesota wins that game pretty comfortably, right? Like Minnesota's quarterback play was nothing right home about, but that O line was really good. So I want to see can Shadur Sanders overcome this Nebraska front seven, which probably promises to cover him, or, or to to pressure him more. But I don't know. At the end of the day, don't overcomplicate it. It's nope. football. Look at what you saw out of Shadur. Look at what you mm-hmm. saw to Jeff Sims. That's the difference. You saw one quarterback play some of the most mistake-free football ever, while you saw another one make – like the errors that Jeff Sims made weren't just bad. They were almost – Baxter, you ate the whole wheel of cheese. I'm not even mad. I'm impressed in how bad they were. No, I was not impressed. It and, and ex- no, it was so bad yeah. that it's impressive. Like no. you can't train your entire life and still make those decisions and those throws that he did in those crucial spots. Like it was no, awful.
2: it's, it's career. So it, it's not impressive. It's just the norm. Like that is the norm for Jess Sims, which is why if you can somehow learn the triple option in a week, Nebraska should learn the triple option and <laughs> just run that the entire game. Like that to me, is it like, I go back to my original point. You have better athletes at Colorado. And, and you have to be praying, and you're on the road. Let's not forget, like, this is in Colorado. You're dealing with altitude. Maybe 50-50, though. Out. We'll see.
3: But, but yeah, you A will you will have altitude. I'm thinking it may be 50-50. I'm not, I'm not convinced what the crowd composition is going to
2: be. That's all I'm saying. Because mm, Nebraska be has traveled
3: very well to this no, game.
2: Colorado fans have been eating up tickets since Dion became head coach. Okay. Eating we'll up see. tickets. We'll see. No chance. This will be mostly Colorado fans in that stadium. Um they have the better athletes. And, 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 and I, I don't think you can, you know, the thought process of let's make Colorado one-dimensional throwing the football just is it, it plays right into their hands. And, and I think they have enough skill at the running back position too to run it against light boxes. Like this is just not a good matchup for Nebraska on either side. This isn't. Nebraska needs to play football games against teams like Minnesota who want to play slow, who want to run the football, who have just a bunch of big, slobbery dudes that just want to punch each other in the mouth. Like That's the type of thing you can match up with. You can't match up with speed. You can't match up with athleticism. You can't match up with an elite quarterback. This is a terrible Mm. matchup for Colorado. I see no chance in them winning this football game, Apart from Nebraska. I I see no chance in Nebraska winning this football game and no chance they cover the spread either. Too many white guys? Sounds like like what you're saying. Yeah, pretty
3: yeah, much. Too many white guys. Way
2: too many guys. Hey, it's like white guy alert there, white guy alert there, white guy alert yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your head's gonna be like,
3: look, as the main leader of the Corn Hub, we're not gonna let us get. Th- we're not gonna let this get us down. Okay, mm. um, like you said, the Corn Hub is well suited for Big Ten ball. Not, not this. Not whatever this Pac-12 wide open passing attack is. I want to. Corn-fed, three hundred fifty-pound dudes just mashing each other all night long. So, so we're in agreement here. I think Colorado wins this I course.
2: think that the the one concern for everyone is, which is crazy to think about, because you know being in the state of Georgia, all I hear is complacency. Complacency is Georgia going to be complacent this year? We're fighting against complacency. Is Colorado already fighting against complacency after one win? And I and I agree. I say no to that because of who their coach is. Dion has been one of the most successful athletes of all time. He knows what it's like to be on the top of the mountain and continue to perform at a high level over and over and over and over again. So his message in that locker room, to me, gives me confidence that you won't see a team that all of a sudden feels like they arrived because they're number 22 in the country. They won a big game. Spotlights on them. They have two guys that are in the Heisman consideration after one week. Like, I I think you're going to continue to see a Colorado team, if they stay healthy, continue to get better.
3: Did no,
1: you so see how can... jealous I got whenever Joel Clyde compared Deion Sanders to Nick Saban?
3: <sighs> uh, no, what he what
1: he said. He, I know this sounds crazy, but Dion has more in common with Nick Saban than you'd think.
2: That was, yeah. that was on Colin's show, oh, on
1: wasn't Colin's it? Show.
2: On I
3: don't show. disagree. I mean, I know that's hyperbolic, but
1: like, mm. but it's, it's yeah. the, it's a perfect amount of hyper, hyperbolic. Cause you know what he said?
3: He said, he said, well, yeah, he, I mean, he he has the ability, obviously, to motivate at elite level. Command to, to yeah, focus has, at elite and level. Has
1: three decades of success.
3: That's what awesome say. Stuff. He's a fucking NFL Hall of Famer. Like yeah. that's what we cannot ever lose sight of. This man knows what it takes to win on every single level of football, mm-hmm. both individually and as a team. I would say that I'm not worried about them focus because there's a lot of people that want Colorado to lose. And no. that is very motivating. We
2: we we have overblown this. I think no. the, the the Dion haters and the people that want to see Colorado fail is is overblown. Is there? I don't think so. I don't think so. um, you're super wrong.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know what else to tell you. Like, like I mean, Dion's quote when he's talking about being a brash black man, he firmly implanted himself, and he's already been there in the culture war. That's how, like, that's how already.
1: That's how all takes already, work.
3: You, this is one the side course. rises and it must be you know equal. No, take no. Balance, the force. 100%. Yes, the force. There has to be balance in the force. This is and too many people have been loving on Dion and, and Colorado this week. I am yeah, glad you we're, have
1: cleansed your internet timeline to where you see none of this, Aaron. But you were incorrect.
2: Yeah. No, you have a very wholesome timeline. Yeah. It's just the, it's it is the negative people are always allowed us. I think more people are enjoying the ride. Okay. Beat let's up. let us like
3: Colorado up. lose this weekend and see if you're right about that. <laughs> I think you're a fucking uh, psychopath if you really believe that. Uh, oh, uh, all
2: right. Make sure you tune in to Snaps on Saturday because yes. T-Bob and I will be live in person doing a post-game breakdown of this matchup. So make sure you're ready win or lose. Whoever wins the game, doesn't matter. We will be doing a live show actually in person from T-Bob's beautiful little studio. Uh, so make sure you get ready for that. Right after the game, jump on YouTube and hang out with us. Hopefully
3: the AC will be fixed by then because it's hot in here. Um, Next on the list, Texas and Alabama. Now this is a premier matchup, okay? This is what gets the, you know, the loins uh, in a bit here. Um, You all, if you listen to the show, pretty much know my feelings on this game. I believe a more physical Alabama is better than a more finesse Alabama. I think the game is in T town. I think it's shocking how little credence we seem to be giving to the fact that the game is in T town.
2: Mm-hmm. Aaron,
3: uh, challenge of the day: Name me one big game Sarkis won at Texas.
2: None. Hmm.
3: Interesting. Okay. Cool. So, That's so true. now, so now, so I mean, maybe Oklahoma last year. <laughs> I got another great for you: neutral site, no quarterback. Uh, what's now, Alabama,
2: what's Alabama in their last fifty three games at home?
3: Uh,
2: 51 and two losses won. to LSU twice. 52 and one only oh, one shit. loss LSU during that time.
3: Okay. There you go. Wow. Okay. Jesus. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Weird. You just, okay. Hmm. What? Kind of, I'm doing kind of a little reverse psychology mind game. Are you trying to play here then? Uh, Cause I know I've already put a money line bet in for you on Texas. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, okay. So kind of the point of all of this mm-hmm. is so now you can't name me a single big game. Mm-hmm. Actually, I can name you maybe one big game that Sarks won his entire career. And it's when he had Jake Locker at Washington and they beat USC when they were still okay. Uh so you're telling me the man with one big win his entire career is going to go into T Town and come out with a W? I I it I just can't fathom it, Aaron.
2: Mm-hmm. 52 mm-hmm. and
3: one. It's gonna be 52 and two.
2: Yeah. It's gonna be 52 and two. I mean, it's, I know it's hard for you to kind of wrap your head around it, but they're gonna be 52 and two after this one, but why, why? I think they're the better team. I think they're the better team. And I i don't trust Jalen Milrow yet. I, 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 people were just all of a sudden a guy that we were saying is going to be the third quarterback on this roster because of turnover issues a year ago.
3: Uh, but we also can't act like that's a legitimate point. If we said he was going to be third, that doesn't mean anything because like I mean, I, first of all, I never said third. Tyler Buckner sucked. Tyler Buckner was never good last year. I I never thought I thought it was always going to be Simpson River. But like us saying he's going to be third means nothing. You have to go out and compete for the job.
2: And you have to go compete for the job. One hundred percent have to go compete for the job. But based on what we saw last year when Jalen Miller was playing football for mm-hmm. Alabama at quarterback, it was nothing impressive against top talent. It wasn't. Sure. And, and it looked good. Well, I mean, not
3: nothing, right? I mean, he did rattle off like a couple, like 75 yard touchdown runs against Arkansas, like it was nothing. Yeah. So, like, you could see the raw physical skill set. He turned it over a lot. To
2: your point, he turned it over a lot. He, he, he turned it over a lot. And I'm not going to say one game sample size against Middle Tennessee cured him and all of a sudden he's a quarterback that takes care of the football and he's he's some incredible thrower of the of the ball as well like i, I don't believe it i really i'm don't. not
3: saying that either though i do think he's going to limit
2: turnovers i do believe that i don't I think he's he an incredible thrower of the football but i got a fun stat for you too i mean you look at texas last year so let's just focus on alabama offense versus texas defense okay okay Yeah. Texas defense which was pretty darn damn good, good. Year. damn good last really year good. and 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 they're even better this year with the depth of of their front front four front seven and they got some pretty good dbs look at the games in which they faced a running quarterback last year from kansas to tcu to oklahoma state mm-hmm. they 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 stopped the quarterback run none of those quarterbacks ran for over 50 yards Jalen right. can't throw the football i'm to just focus on that side first before we get to you know why you believe in quinn focusing on alabama's offense
3: yeah, yeah no no i got you i got if you i, cannot I think, I think... Run
2: the football it's do a... you trust jalen milrow to win you the game with
3: his arm. Do so the, you the problem with that point is it's a good, it's, it's, it's a point that sounds smart to dumb people, uh, because yes, Jalen Milrow is a running quarterback, He's right. but, but let's look at the composition team game, right? 11 players on the field at the same time. You're going to tell me there's a lot of similarities in the, what three teams did you reference there? Can you give to me
2: again? But quarterbacks with more experience than him. And I Give would say better teams. quarterbacks. Give me the team. Oklahoma teams. State, who is 11th in the country. TCU, who mm-hmm. is fourth in the country. And then Kansas, who had a hell of a year last year. And a great quarterback.
3: TCU, Kansas, and Oklahoma State. Um, Alabama, these are not. Mm-hmm. So you could tell me that, sure, they did a good job of stopping Lance Leipold's Kansas. I'm running with their quarterback. What did
2: do to Alabama's what offense are they do with
3: Again, that Alabama offensive line got their ass whooped. I am banking on the fact that, like I said off the jump, a more physical Alabama is ironically a more successful one than the finesse that they tried to engage with the last couple of years. Because you know why, Aaron? Texas is fucking soft. That's what you can't get through your head. I don't give a shit about talent. Well, you know my old man always used to say? Look like Tarzan. Play like Jane. That's Texas. That's been Texas for years. That will continue to be Texas until they prove that wrong. They're soft as hell. They've done nothing to disabuse me of that notion. For a half against Rice, a team that was half their size, they look just as soft as ever. And 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 and, and the worst part, these Alabama, this Alabama team me. is going to be frothing at the mouth, knowing yeah. what's on the line. If they let soft ass Texas come in and embarrass them in T town,
2: no chance. No chance. I disagree with softness. They gave up 27 rush yards, 1.1 yard per carry to Rice. They're not soft on defense. You can say that about the offensive line. Like I, I was not impressed last week with the offensive line. I thought they were soft against rice, but I'm focusing on defense. This defense can shut down Alabama's offense again this season. And then I look at Texas, and, and, and yes, the offensive line is going to have to play a hell of a game on the road, dealing with crowd noise, dealing against defensive ends that are, are pretty damn talented, that can rotate two or three deep. Like That's going to be a problem. But I do love Texas receivers. I do believe in Quinn Ewers. And if they can get some big shots down the field and then possibly even take an early lead, I don't believe in Jalen. The most important position on the field I haven't seen it from him yet, and I haven't seen it from the receivers yet. They're young at running back. We're just banking on the fact that Alabama's offensive line is, is essentially going to make every team this season look like they're, like they're a bunch of high school football players.
3: Wait, I just but, noticed something else about your Oklahoma State-TCU-Kansas point. TCU won that game 17-10. Oklahoma State won that game 41-34.
2: So what are we talking about? They lost two
3: of the three games that you referenced.
2: A quarterback from running the football. you oh, guys had better geez, passers. Jeez, jeez. I would. Gave up thirty-seven to
3: Texas Tech last year. I okay. Yeah. We are gonna see. We gonna see. We gonna see. Um. Obviously, we're never going to agree. So this game no, has I to be played, not. and then and then we'll we'll see it. Um. You know what the dumbest part about this is? Once Texas loses. I'm not even going to be saying I told you so because there's no shame in Texas losing to Alabama. None of my opinions on Texas come from them losing to Alabama. They come from them losing to Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, right? All these teams mm. that they should clearly be better than, but are not. That's where I think Texas' ultimate sin lies. So when they lose Saturday, again, I'm not going to say I told you so because I don't it's you know, yeah. it's what's going to happen. It is what it is. Um You'll find out. And look, they can lose this game. So prove me way wrong. I'm more interested to see what Texas does against the rest of the big 12, who they should be clearly, clearly better than. Yep. What's up, y'all? T-Bob here. And uh, it's hard to wrap your head around, but can you believe that it's been seven months without an NFL game? It's pretty insane, right? Well, good thing that's over because the NFL is here. And the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is also here giving you a can't miss offer week one. This week, new customers get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just five bucks on an NFL game. $5 bet, $200 in bonus bets instantly. But look, and, and that's with the promo code TBOB. If you're up for the first co- time, promo code T-Bob, TBOB, $5 NFL bet, $200 in bonus bets right away but what about returning customers i got you DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness all customers can take advantage of not one but two new offers every single game day this september just get on the app and see what the offer is man and then dive in so what are you waiting for download the DraftKings sportsbook app right now use the code t bob t-b-o-b to sign up and new customers can take home 200 in bonus bets instantly for betting just Five bucks. That's code TBob T-B-O-B, only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. A gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit www.1800GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Hill Casino Resort, Kansas, 21 plus the age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See cdkng.co slash football for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply.
2: JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out.
0: at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative, bowl flavor, full pouches. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move
3: with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK systems through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Uh, So what we didn't talk about Quinn Ewers though, you think Quinn Ewers can handle the Alabama defense?
2: I think Quinn Ewers can handle the Alabama defense. I think he's got plenty of talent around him. And I know there's, there's a faith in Alabama's DBs. A couple banged up. I think a couple are going to be game time decisions. So that's going to be an issue too, that we're going to have to, you know, continue to monitor how healthy is, is Alabama in the secondary but it is just too hard. I don't care how good you are on the back end, because I've witnessed it from Georgia for the past two seasons. Elite defenses going against offenses that have three, four good receivers with a capable quarterback mm-hmm. and put up points. Alabama did it. Ohio State did it. I think Quinn Ewers. This is his coming out part, and this is this is his chance. Like if 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 Quinn Ewers wants to be a first round NFL quarterback and mm-hmm. to be taken seriously. Mm-hmm. This is the moment that he makes it happen. And if not, then shit, he's in trouble.
3: Well, and I'll say this last year against Alabama, he did look awesome for he that did. quarter. He what was crazy to me, though, is he looked so decisive. He looked so courageous. But every time I've watched him play since then, he's looked scared. Yeah. Like He was so decisive and brave that game, and every time I've seen him since, he's looked indecisive and scared. Now, I know he ended up making some good throws against Rice, and you really like his Rice tape, so I'm not even judging that. I'm talking about we
2: saw him last Mm -hmm. season, so we'll see. We'll see. Um, Next up on the list, Texas A. Who is the biggest pressure in this game? I would say it's – I think it's yours. Yours has to be the guy that – this is the focal point. He's the one that decides who wins this game, who loses this game. Individual player? Individual, yeah, partner. I would, yeah, I would go with yours for sure. Everything, I mean, I would go with Sark
3: in terms of individual human, but yeah. um, or maybe not because whatever they're going to lose Alabama, but yeah, probably yours has the most to gain, most to prove here. Yeah. Um, Texas A and M at Miami, the shit bowl, the toilet bowl, bad on bad. Who will prove to be less bad? Mm. And mm. I mean, chill out as you shake your head, Aaron. They both had mm-hmm. awful years last year. That's all they I'm did. saying. Yeah. Maybe this year's end up better. My biggest question here outside of t- for Miami, Mario Cristobal, what did you do to Tyler Van Dyke? And can you somehow find what he had two years ago? Still searching for it. So, Tyler Van Dyke in 2021 threw for 293 yards a game as a redshirt freshman, 25 touchdowns to six picks, nine yards per attempt. Year one under Cristobal, that goes from 290 to 204, Mm. 25 touchdowns to 10, six picks to five, nine yards an attempt to seven. And they say, okay, well, how do you look against Miami of Ohio? Pretty good in some areas, a high completion percentage, Mm. but at the end of the day, 200 yards, one touchdown, one pick. Whatever Mario Cristobal did to Tyler, he basically fucking monstered Tyler Van Tyke where he took his powers. And the only way Miami wins this game is if he could somehow give him back.
2: I don't see him getting it back. I, I, I was not impressed with him last year. I wasn't impressed with him really in, in, in the first game of the season. I don't think this game's close. I think AM wins by two scores. Yeah. I think A&M is the better football team. Miami's going to have to do something similar to what we talked about with Nebraska. Like That offensive line who did look good last week is going to have to just dominate AM, who struggled last year against the run. They were young last year in the front seven. I expect those guys to be better this season because of the playing experience they got last year. I don't necessarily think Miami's going to just be able to just lean on them and just run right through it. But that's to me, that's the only way they can win this game. It, Miami's going to have to rush for over 200 yards, yeah. dominate the time of possession, and keep AM off the field. Because I, everyone keeps talking about, oh, you know, Miami has these good safeties. Okay, great. Those safeties aren't going to be covering all the talented receivers for AM. ms four deep at the receiving position, four deep. Evan Stewart, Noah Thomas, Anaya Smith, Moose Muhammad. Yeah. And they got a capable quarterback this year in Connor Wegman as well. So, like, I don't. I don't think they're going to be able to slow down the offense enough. I think A&M is going to score somewhere in the, in the, in the mid thirties, low thirties. And I don't think, I don't think the hurricanes got the juice on offense besides the run game to, to keep up with it. And I don't believe in Tyler Van Dyke. I don't. The only thing I'll say is that I did think that kind of hidden in the New
3: Mexico game. There were times where I was pretty unimpressed with the A&M defense, uh i loved you saw the offense so maybe you're right Maybe i think that i think that is the correct thing to highlight in terms of if miami can pull it off that's the path yep. i'm with you i don't think they can and if i'm a Texas a&m fan get excited yep. uh because for a&m this is where petrino and company can really start to convince people like last week was already good for petrino and company because you at least mm-hmm. proved that you weren't just going to like Clearly fail like we've seen A and M do in the past, and lose to lesser teams, and look hopeless, and just look clunky. And granted, they had injuries and everything else. Uh, but like Miami's defense isn't even that good, or at least I don't know. Last year they weren't that good, right? I, it's tough to say with only one game sample size this year. So like, there's no, there's actually no excuse not for for A and M not to win. You
2: this look game. at look at look at A and M last year in games where they were playing significantly lesser opponents they won them besides the appalachian state game but even like that's, oh, that's the like they they vastly underachieved with the talent and you saw in week yep. one where they knew they were the better team and they went out there and put up 52 freaking points so like this mindset of this football team in my opinion based on seeing what they did and who they have at quarterback at the coaching chains right now is more of that dog mentality if we're going to beat your ass because we know we're the ba- better team We're the more talented team. This is a top five roster in college football.
3: Yeah, Top five roster.
2: That's fair. Miami's Um, still building.
3: They're going to be building forever, aren't they? (laughs) I'm sorry. Look, I like the U fans have actually been great to me that I've interacted with online. So really i, I yeah you talk about miami they've actually I, know. You. I know they're like whoa what the fuck? do we have to not like t-bob now and one guy was like no no i kind of like this dude but like he is talking shit." <laughs> i was like look boys i'm sorry i don't want to be talking shit. i just kind of feel like they use done but maybe not
2: uh it's i at least like, don't think that christopher's like, uh, the guy to do it what's it called when you enjoy watching someone bang your wife that's what they are
3: uh cuckold
2: yeah they're, they're just a bunch of cuckold people yes
3: um i don't okay hmm, let's try to work through this one how how because oh oh because they still yes. like me despite the fact that i'm fucking them yes oh
2: okay yeah 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 yeah. for sure fucking you know look essentially the their, their girlfriend their baby mama and they're just sitting here taking it and just love it though it's
3: weird i think sometimes so i think sometimes though kinks can be not for you but i can understand and and i can understand the cuckolding thing you know, there's something like taboo and like kind of forbidden about the whole deal. Like if you're secure in your relationship, like, I don't know, I could, I could kind of see it again. I don't think I'm confident enough to, to be open to it, but like, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's like some sort of inherent character flaw. If you like to be cuckolded, I I think, you know, good on you. Enjoy it, dude. It's all, it's all good. Maybe, maybe, I mean, (laughs) general swinging has an element of cuckolding and I feel like people accept general swinging. Yes. Way more than they do. Yeah, they do. Um. So you know, get on you. Uh, I'm surprised, Aaron. I'm surprised in you that you would sit here and judgment
2: of people who knows what sort of <laughs> sexual <laughs> escapades you used to get up to is. in Athens. It is essentially what it is. I'm not judging anyone.
3: Um probably in our producer chat says people do not accept swinging hold on then hop in here defend that take from because i feel like people are pretty like nobody hey. thinks swingers are weird even if it's not that, people
1: them. absolutely think swingers are weird no are not, not in no, atlanta I mean, you, you would never, never mention either. it in, i'm sorry i didn't hear eric
2: there are no communities in atlanta that that everyone knows and just kind of accepted
1: okay, exactly that, but it's not scussed because it's weird no, it, uh, it would never be not, like something you brought up in the first I time. You're a like, double date. Oh, what are you up to this
3: weekend? Oh, we're yeah. going to our swingers party. True. But what I'm saying is when you hear about a swinging couple, you You're don't judge kidding. them the same way that you do when you hear about being someone being cuckled.
1: Correct. But it does not mean it is socially acceptable to be a swinger.
3: Uh, I don't think it's that unacceptable. I, I, I think agree. it's I think clearly th- unacceptable. I think I'm with you in that it is not something. That, but but then again, like okay, is porn socially acceptable? It's something that everybody does, but we never talk about it. Swinging's kind of the that's same way. Like a lot haired, of you people swing. It. That is a no. It's that's hundred percent red hair. No, it's on the same scale. We've talked about this the, before. You, you, the the, 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 the
1: distribution and <laughs> use of pornography is mm-hmm. monumentally more than swinging. Absolutely, After absolutely. The, that's
2: why everyone. All the, I'm the, saying there are no, but children. there are. Sorry, Aaron, go ahead. I apologize to everyone who's just completely lost that this is a football show.
3: No, no, no. This because these are football concepts that we're talking about. Because again, is Miami like swinging or do they like being cuckled? My point is I'm fine with them either way, Miami. It's a safe place for I'm you. Okay? People are going
1: to be judgmental based on either one.
3: Um, I think that I want, you know, I, I just I whatever. M- maybe Chris Wall's a guy and I'm wrong. Uh, but but I kind of doubt it. And I do think swinging is more acceptable than Brum is giving it credence to.
2: Uh, I, had, I had one swinging experience, not with Sharon and I. This was my first year in the league where I was in the middle. I was the, the fifth wheel on a date. We're sitting at the house. Everyone's been drinking, having a good time. And all of a sudden, both couples kind of switched. The oh. husband and the other wife went to the their neighbor's home with their neighbors. He's like, I'm going to go walk her home. Oh, separate
3: then, rooms even.
2: No, like she, they took her to the other to the, the other couple's house. No, that's house.
3: what I'm saying. No, that's kind of yeah. interesting to me. Like yeah. completely like 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 some private two, I always think yeah. about being in the same room.
2: No, no, it was more private. Like I'm going to take your wife to your house and you're just going to stay at my so house. So where did mom. you go? I just sat there drinking with the dogs. Just like, I, did I just witness what I thought I just what? witnessed?
3: So so that didn't end with you getting an invite to either house. Interesting. No, I just
2: got left there just kind of hanging out by myself. What a weird, weird night.
3: Um, I have so many questions. Uh, but this is not the place to get into them. So back to football. Um, Oregon at Texas Tech. <sighs> Meh. Mm. Meh. I mean, y- you know, not to be a negative guy again, but like this is kind of indicative of a bit of the week two problem that I'm talking about here. Um, Texas good. Tech pretty much took any excitement that was going to be found out of this game after shitting the bed against Wyoming. And I'm not going to lie, after watching Texas Tech last week, it feels like Brett Yormark kind of cursed them. Yeah, with the comments about like you know take care of Texas and everything. I think Texas Tech might suck this year.
2: Hmm. Uh, I just think Oregon is is taking on a new identity with yep. Manning, and and this is a team that. Can, can win on both lines of scrimmage, can can play really good defense. And if you've watched the show, you know how I feel about Bo Nix. I think Bo Nix is an incredible quarterback, and he should be. I mean, the guy's played more football than anyone else in the country. I think I, he should by now. I mean, he's going on his fifth year of, of starting like almost every single game. So like-
3: Jaden Daniels is right there with him.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, so, It's like him going he on the road. The you know, I ticked off Texas Tech team that wants to prove everyone wrong. Like that, that's, that's not going to phase this team. This team is the better football team. They have an experienced quarterback. I think they have a hell of a coach in Dan Lanning who's got the best tattoos in the game, which I know gives you confidence about the whole thing. True. Um, they're going to run right through them. I mean, this, 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 it got, it would have been exciting if Texas Tech was good or won the game last week. So maybe we could have been tricked that this would have been a good game. But I think now we kind of realize and back looking at like Oregon's about to go there and whoop them.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, I think Oregon's going to fucking roll. I don't think it's going to be close. And I think we continue to kind of undervalue Oregon a bit. I mean, look at the rankings. Where are they mm-hmm. at? Like 15? 13. Or something like that? 13? Okay, so they're creeping. But it feels like Oregon's a top 10 team to me. But Dude, we'll see. Oregon. Oregon, 3-0. and Colorado, 3-0. At Ooh. Colorado, Ooh. on the 23rd. Ooh. That's what we're talking about right there, baby. Week four is when college football is going to pick up. So, hell yeah, I'm there. Um, And then, and the only other ranked matchup of the weekend, we got Ole Miss versus Tulane. Uh, I'm not going to lie here. Tulane looked great week one. I love the quarterback, Pratt. I don't know a ton about them. Otherwise, I mean, Tajay Spears was such a massive part of their success last season. Uh, He's obviously in the NFL now. But, again, Tulane picked right. I mean, that was a good South Alabama team they beat the hell out of and here's what else infuriates me about this game i old miss full stop old miss infuriates me because how are we supposed to know what to make of them last year i fell for them right seven and oh beating kentucky with defense to go into the top 10 and when like it was something like their 13th out of like 15th games. like it was crazy seven and oh they finish eight and five losers of the egg bowl fourth in the west mm-hmm. like that i so should Tulane go in and cover, or excuse me, should Ole Miss go in and cover and beat Tulane, even though it's in New Orleans? Yeah, I mean, I think they should, but I'm just so hesitant to trust Ole Miss after that last half last year.
2: Mm, I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm, I'm. You know, how I feel about Ole Miss. And and listen, Tulane's a really good football team, and I love their quarterback, Michael Pratt. Last week, one in incompletion. This team wants to push the ball vertically down the field, and they get some legit receivers. I know they lost two guys, but. Jaquan Jackson is, is, is really good. Chris Braswell is Brazil, excuse me, Chris Braswell. He's a freshman 6'5", 195 and he can run. Yeah. Brazzers, shout out Brazzers. That's Um, just a
3: lazy joke on my point. I apologize. Like I at least could have worked it in, in some way, instead of just yelling out the adult site's name. So that's on me. I'll take the
2: L here, guys. I apologize. Uh, The question in this game. Yeah, we've talked way too much about sex in the show today uh the question this game is going to be that i mean you have an a an elite core qu- i wouldn't even put him like elite michael Pride is elite he's a really good quarterback oh. with some talented receivers going against what the biggest question mark for ole miss this season is going to be is it's the defense is that defense improved with the new scheme the new defense there. we're going to find out this game i'm not worried about the offense i'm not worried about at all Quinchon Jenkins junkins had a nice little warm-up last week they didn't use him a lot. He's going to go off for about 150 yards. Um, Jackson Dart, Stott, he showed it last week. He is taking the steps that we all heard from Lane Kiffin in spring and in fall camp. Like he's gonna be has a chance to be an all SEC type quarterback. That's how good he is. They got the talent on the outside. Another big issue for Tulane, though, when it comes to that, that side of the football, Corey Pratt Jr., who may be Michael Pratt's son somehow. Uh, I don't think so, but, but continue. Yeah. <laughs> does uh, not he's out. Out. He was out. I mean, it was all over the place for this football team last week in their first game linebacker. You need all the depth you can get going against a high pace offense An offense is going to want to run the football and losing a talented linebacker and Corey Platt is going to hurt. This defense has a chance to be high scoring. Well, I, I mean, look,
3: it, it always
2: it always hurts when you lose a
3: great player, but I could also, if I just wanted to play devil's advocate for Tulane, I could say, well, Ole Miss was probably going to have a ton of offensive success anyway, yeah, right? But so, it, like, to just ratchet it up, sure. More,
2: if you get one more stop because True. you got your, your best linebacker on the field, that's going to be the difference because I, I, I do think Tulane's going to be able to put up points. Um, I agree. If Ole Miss
3: doesn't win this, though, then I'm
2: officially yeah. never giving them the benefit of the doubt again. No, you can't. You just can't. They need
3: to win this game.
2: They have to win this game. You're, you're the better team. Jackson Dart, you got this big boy. Come on. Come on, Jax. And
3: then finally, Notre Dame, NC State. Uh, this is one of those games that it's a it's not a two-way street. This is interesting. It's like Oregon, Texas Tech. It's interesting from a one-way direction. I don't really give a shit about NC State. Burned my hands on the NC State pot too many times. Oh, Mm -hmm. they're going to win the ACC this year. Oh, they're finally going to be good this year. Never came about. Okay, so I'm kind of done with NC State. They're a good football program. I'm just done thinking of them as like the potential to ever be a great football program. Notre Dame feels like a team this year with the potential for greatness. We love Mm -hmm. Sam Hartman. Uh, They were basically perfect through two weeks. But perfect through two weeks through much lesser opponents. This is where the Notre Dame schedule actually gets pretty nice. Is this is an excellent next step, and them continuing to build to that Ohio State clash.
2: Ooh, and now all of a sudden on that schedule is obviously you take care of business versus NC State, Central Michigan, and then number five Ohio State, the number twenty one Duke. So another possible ranked opponent for for them if yep. Duke continues to stay uh, alive and, and and look the way they did versus Clemson. So um they this is their first test like listen navy was was nice and it was great being in week zero and a lot of attention a lot of excitement because of sam hartman you took care of business you look like you shored up the spot that held you back last year the quarterback spot They had a great defense last year good offensive line some some decent skill you had an incredible tight end but you didn't have a quarterback now all of a sudden this team is to me watching them for the past two weeks and once again like i know it's against lesser opponents but you can still kind of get the feel the heartbeat of a football team there is belief now that we have got the plug for the hole in the ship and that's sam hartman mm-hmm. and now there really isn't major issues on this team like we have a good defense we have one of the best defensive minds in college football marcus freeman we have we're deep at running back we got some skill at the receiving position and we have one of the best quarterbacks in america Like they're going to be playing with a lot of confidence and it goes back to what i talked about with bo nicks sam hartman's the same way has played a lot of football I mean he's getting close to 120 career touchdowns this is his last go he picked Notre Dame for the for for a reason because like this team once again had the missing piece which is me if I come we have a chance to win a championship he didn't go to Alabama he didn't go to other places he went to Notre Dame because of that opportunity so I I don't think he lets them fall asleep this year, especially a game on the road against NC State. So I think Notre Dame wins. I think they went pretty good.
3: Uh, Brum, can you take videos out of our chat? Like, can, how easy is it for you to get that video that I just sent up there? Um, Not that easy. Okay, never mind then. That's fine. There's just a very funny clip of Sam Hartman uh, signaling in plays in which it looks like he's... A little murk. Yeah, you see him smirking. He's so good looking. He's got that kind of smirk as he's like looks like he's jerking off two people. Um very funny. I love football signals. Uh so that'll do it. Okay, so I I, I think no dame rolls, though. I I don't I mean NC State's fine, but I think no dame rolls. Yep. Um that'll do it for this Snaps preview of week two of college football. And um well, we also have NFL starting today, so that's pretty fun, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh your Chiefs, Aaron taken
2: uh you know, no kelsey. no kelsey so that's official now out out yeah he's up this 10. morning it was still somewhat out okay wow. I, was, I was on a I, uh i was on a show the other night with ben jones former center he was doing his yeah. fantasy draft as we were doing the show and he was all because right. travis kelsey was his first pick in the draft i was like oh obviously you haven't heard the rumors
3: no nah, that's fine though dude you just uh, whatever i don't actually give a fuck about fantasy football so i don't care
2: um uh, if if
3: Mahomes gets this done without Kelsey, without Tyree Kill, I mean, then you know, then he just can't be stopped. So, yeah. we'll see. Uh, a huge thank you to Adam Gracia, Danny Cardenas, Ryan Brumley, Pat Cutter, Chris Tran, everybody else who helps make this show happen. Christian Hunter. Every now and then, it was nice to meet Christian yesterday um the biggest of all thank you to everybody who listens thank you to papa colin the volume everything else but again guys if you want to help us out google snaps podcast rate it review at apple spotify wherever you listen youtube.com slash at volume snaps big plans this weekend aaron's coming to town tomorrow we're we'll doing a live show here from saturday following the big noon kickoff so uh it's going to be a very fun weekend here for the boys and uh Shout out to, uh, shout out to, you know, uh, DraftKings yeah. for coming back on the volume and then shout out Game Time. Remember your fastest, best way to get tickets for whatever event you want to get it to at the best prices. Download the Game Time app, promo code SNAPS, $20 off your first purchase. All right, y'all have a great day and we'll see you Saturday for some more SNAPS.